Relationships cause and get from Cassie to the bird, from Cassie to the bird. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Black Life. <laughs> We're talking about money, and I love that Asha song because Asha brings it and he tells the truth about it. He doesn't mind if you dance on a pole. That's how you make your money, as long as it's about that money, money, money. I love, I love. And that how song. many money songs are they? How many money songs are there? I mean, you start googling it, you get all kinds of drug money. Um, yeah, lots. Drug money songs. Yeah, that must be millions and, of and drug raps, money songs. Yeah. Right? But has anyone rapped about being a banker? Have you ever heard, "Yo, I work at Standard Bank, and that's how I thank." When I'm at the desk, <laughs> no, <laughs> I pull up with my tank. Okay, Amesh, anyway. I think we've just unearthed another talent of yours, eh? Yeah, <laughs> or, or not? Eh? Or, or not? not. Or not. <laughs> don't don't play hate, man. But anyway, welcome to I the can, show. I can give compliments when they do. Don't worry, I, you know what? I've got something for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an Afrikaans rap in a couple of minutes. But first of all, I just want to say hello to the fellas. How you guys doing? Well, first of all, hello to you, the beautiful, hello. the blonde, and the beautiful Vil Marie. Hello, thank you, thank you. That's your new title, by the way. What, Blonde the, and Beautiful? The Blonde and the Beautiful. That's your the show. The Double B. The Double B. The <laughs> Double so B. If only... No, stop looking. <laughs> I saw you looking at my chest. The Double B. I was like, okay. <laughs> is that what... No, I didn't... Actually, I wasn't. I was looking at the guest Yeah. Uh, like, it is the chest. Guess. Guess. Guess what? 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 Is it B, C, A? It's the Double B, or uh, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, uh, in the studio today, we got uh, the gentleman, uh, Mr. Pat Kuzwaya. How are you doing? Good on yourself, Mesh. Uh, I'm, Happy I'm Friday, my brother. Happy Friday to you too, my brother. Phil Marie, hello yes. again. Hello. And I'm not looking at your double Bs. Thank you. You know, I'm just surprised. That keep it up. Keep hey? the eyes. Yeah. yeah I'll keep <laughs> it at yeah, eye level. level. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, you. And of course, we got my man, Swari. How are you doing? I'm good, Swari. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Um, so the reason why we had those money songs is actually because of you. Every yeah. time you come into the studio, we've got to think about money. We've got to take things very, very seriously. Do you have really? lots? Yeah, I'm, I'm on right. my way. I'm on my uh, oh, way. good. I got family to support, so I got to make that money. Yeah, you, yeah. you better. And well, that, that's a big that thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. People don't. They just make family. They don't think of the support bit. So uh, that's that make comes first. Family. Yeah. Mm. You got to make the money first, then make the family. So. You can support the family you've made. So we can listen to you because you have some. Well, the idea is really <laughs> listen to what I have to say about the money which we've given to government for government to spend to us. Well, yeah. it was an interesting thing yes. talking about money. This week we heard about the budget. Mr. Yeah. Nene came out and he told us about the budget. What we can expect is if you drink or smoke you just or drive, you're just going to be taxed more. So if, if you have money... I mean, I was, you know, quite disappointed with the tax rate going up. Well, what kills know? me is why they call it syntax. <laughs> 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 They've got to rename that. Well, yeah, they got to. Angel tax. I think it's quite spot on. Hey, for sinful behavior. Yeah. You get taxed. I can imagine. I think, you know, maybe they should legalize certain things. You know, can you imagine the, the syntax on like prostitution? <laughs> they could charge whatever they want. <laughs> oh, Coming to think of it, do they tax those guys? No, they don't. Um, How do you know? Well, because I Because that was so quick. <laughs> that was research, yeah. It's, it's something that actually has been um, spoken about, that perhaps it's a good idea to, like in certain other countries uh, around the world, like, for example, the Netherlands, yeah. where it is legalized, um, in places like, I think it's Sweden or Norway, where it's legalized as well. It does make... What is legalized? Prostitution. prostitution. Um, it does, like Asha said, I don't care how you make that money, just make that money. Um, what it does is, first of all, it, it, it opens up a more, it, it makes it more safe for everybody participating in it because people are going to do it anyway it's the oldest profession before people were doctors and lawyers that's what they did um and and, and so they just tax it they, they tax make it, it legal. They tax it. They make it legal. And then obviously because it's taxed, there's certain legislation and, and there's places where you go to do this thing. So the girls are safer. The men are safer. Um, obviously people get tested more often. They yeah. have certificates. It's, it's, there's, there's, there's structure, there's scales, all sorts of things. Nice way know? of making it okay. They professionalize it. Look, yeah. well, you know, the seminars on how to. <laughs> Syntax. <laughs> how to, uh, get more clients or work with what you got because you only got one girl, so make it count, you know. <laughs> oh, no how to maximize your profits. 
Fifty Shades of Texas. Fifty Shades of yeah. Texas. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Well. Well. So yeah, the the tax situation at the moment um, for South Africans. Well, in a way, it's good because obviously we're carrying a big burden. We we're becoming more of a social welfare country. Um, the welfare grants have gone up. Yeah. Um, if you are a pensioner, it's gone up from one thousand three hundred fifty to one thousand four hundred. And 30 if you are over 75 and 1,410, I think. Yeah. If you're under 75. Um, child grants, I think around 390 now. Yeah. Per child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, about, about 50 rand or so. Yeah. If you're thinking of adopting, it's 860 rand per month per child. So yeah. that, that, that's a viable option. That they give you? Yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 See, so the, the major challenge I think the country has, of course, is that there's just far too many people who are heavily dependent yeah. on social services. Yeah. Versus the people who are paying the taxes. Yes. So if you balance the scales, eventually you're going to have a tipping tip, point. Yeah. You're going to have a tipping point. Yeah. Uh, yeah go and, on, and so th- th- that's the major problem. In addition to that, you have in this country institutions which are supposed to be making an income for the country, like SAA. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Like ESCOM. Okay. And those institutions, they're supposed, and a loss. To, they're supposed to be business. Yeah. And they're all mm. going year after year on a loss. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, if you are running a business and your business keeps making a loss, eventually, you'll just be out of business. You're out of business. You don't get any yourself. more bonuses. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, and, and so, this is the issue. Uh, these very institutions that are supposed to be making us money are, in fact, bending a hole in our pockets. Mm. And it's not just a small hole, eh? I mean, I heard that it was. Reported that 28 to 25 billion was needed for ESCOM. And then we had an yes. analyst come on board saying, uh uh-uh, uh, those figures are way understated. But Something in the region of 250 or 280 yeah. billion. But here's the thing, guys. When we talk about ESCOM, I mean, we're going to talk, I, I want us to talk about SAA and po- possibly SABC for a very short time as well. But when we talk about ESCOM, a lot of that spend is not uh, to bail ESCOM out as much as it is to do the infrastructure work that was supposed to have been done. Decades ago, um, ESCOM was never going to be able to sustain the country's energy needs uh, post-apartheid anyway because it was never built for the entire country. It was built for a very few people. Yeah. And we were supposed to have spent that money. Sorry mm-hmm. to just uh, keep going there for a second. We were supposed to have spent that money already where we, we had more power stations and we spent time dilly-dallying. Uh, considering, do we go nuclear power? Do we still go coal power? Um, I think we, the, the, not the, maintaining, uh, not maintaining as well, which costs a lot of money. Because in the meantime, the thing with not maintaining is, um, if if you look at all the global warming and 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 those sort of things, maintaining some of those power stations that were coal run uh, for us was in the long run not going to be such a good thing for the environment. So it was, mm. are we now going to go nuclear? And if we do go nuclear, how do we contain that so we don't have a situation that happened in Japan, so on and so forth? Look, uh, the 23 billion that they're providing right now for this budget is, in fact, to bail out ESCOM. Okay. Mm. The, the, to build up a power station, uh-huh. you're going to need far more oh, okay. than 23 billion. <laughs> My bad. That, that, that is to really to, to bail out uh, ESCOM. Okay. The problem that ESCOM, what does bailing out mean? Well, it simply means that if they don't get that money, they won't be able to pay salaries. Period. So that's so that it's basically just the, keeping it, the people, it, the staff, it's keeping employed. the staff running, it's, it's keeping operations running. That's hectic, uh, and that's where they currently are. So right. it's not it's even it's term, not even productive. Yeah. Uh, well, it's pretty short term. But see, the Six problem months. the problem with ESCOM is this: you have a number of municipalities who ESCOM gives electricity to for them to off, to on sell mm. to people in those municipalities, mm-hmm. and those municipalities are not paying ESCOM, ESCOM. the money. ESCOM is owed currently over 10 billion by municipalities. 10 billion that they don't currently hope to even recover because there's fear you cut off the electricity from those municipalities, then there will be riots. But here's my thing um, people pay their electricity bills because the municipalities cut them off. Yeah. So, where is that money that the municipalities are collecting going? Because clearly, between ESCOM and the municipalities, someone is not knocking on the door and saying, Hey, Baba, can I have my money? Well, the municipalities, the allegations currently is that the municipalities are diverting that money for other programs. Uh-huh. They're not paying Instead it over to back ESCOM. to ESCOM. Yes. Yeah. And that's the problem. A- a- and that problem really requires a political <laughs> will. <laughs> Somebody must just shake up the municipalities and say, well, you're not going to get this budget for this year because you owe ESCOM so much money. That money is going to ESCOM. Yeah. I mean, they, they're, doing, they're doing that with us as individuals if you don't pay, so, but they get away with not paying their bills. The so it's actually quite yeah. ridiculous. Well, you know, that's exactly it. Um, mm. it's, so, it's sort of like what I was going to say, the corporate tax. If you look at the corporate tax, it's at uh, what? It's gone up now. 
um, and is sitting at 18.7%, right? Whereas the personal income ta- tax is sitting at 36.4%. So basically, if you are a normal consumer earning over half a million rands a year, your tax is at least 41%, pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you've got now VAT as well, which mm. uh, is... is what you're going to have to pay Customs and excise duty Fuel levies mm. uh, Sin taxes Because you get taxed If you go and buy A bottle of Johnny Walker Because yeah. like, You know <laughs> But it seems like a, a, An interesting E-tolls <laughs> E-tolls as well Because now It seems like we're dealing with As much as it, as it is An infrastructure issue That was built For pre-apartheid I would say But also Dealing with a managerial issue Where really The collection rate is management, yeah, um, yeah, as opposed to saying the infrastructure is not. So I, I'm not too sure how much. If you had to weigh it on some sort of a scale, which way would you say 40, 60 managerial infrastructure or 60, 40? You know, because if we say right, we build what is required to build. From what it sounds like, it seems like in the next five to ten years we'll find ourselves in the same pitfall because the management is not quite. Do you want to get that? Yeah, they're, they're two separate issues. There are absolutely two separate issues. The fact that now and then we have load shedding largely has to do with the fact that we do not have enough electricity supply from the grids that they currently have because they didn't build enough. The fact that ESCOM needs money has nothing to do with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The fact that ESCOM needs money is is manageable. ESCOM was selling electricity and was not collecting the money for electricity. That's manageable. And then when ESCOM wants to collect, you have a politician coming in to say, look, you can't cut these guys down because if you cut them down, there will be service delivery. Yeah. And ESCOM says, but these guys have to pay. They need to pay. Mm. And then the municipality themselves indicate, well, they've collected the money, but they're not giving the money back to, to ESCOM. So it becomes a polit- it's, that part is a political issue. Now, usually with, a, with, with an electricity, especially if you're going to generate electricity, that is good business. Almost any bank will finance that. Now, how are you going to finance somebody who doesn't collect? Mm. Exactly. And that's or the problem. Or can't. Yes. Because if they try, it's, yeah, they get over basically bulldozed yeah. by the municipality. Yeah. So the 250 billion that they need, they can raise that on the market. If only they, they ran, if, if only they ran the business properly. Yeah. Yeah. They, if, if you, cause it, it's a simple business proposition. I'm going to build this. To build this will cost so much. I'm going to sell all of this electricity over to so many people. This is what I'll get back. I'll get back so much, and then I'll be able to pay you. But now, the problem is this. You say, I'm going to sell this to these people, but tell you what, I'm not going to collect the money at all. So I'm not going to get as much. Which is crazy. You don't don't do business that way. Um, But having said that, at the same time, uh, our municipalities, what is really the problem there? Because if, if we just look at that for now, it's not like they're not getting, first of all, a lot of money coming in from government. Um, KZN is going to get a couple of billion, uh, followed by Gauteng, which is going to get a little bit uh, less than KZN to spend. And then, of course, last on the list is the Northern Cape with about $10.1 billion to spend in one year. Um, so they get all these billions of rands to fix the problems that they have. Um, and they still, from... The taxpayer, uh, the the ratepayer, they still get all this money, but clearly there's no political will there for them to spend that money correctly. I think that's that, that's that's basically really the problem, uh, and that's why for many municipalities you find that, and and you will see as the year goes by, there will be a team put together to try and go bail out and work out uh, exactly what's wrong with the municipality. You recall it happened in Limpopo, mm-hmm. where they were put basically under national management and uh-huh. so on. And it happened in the Eastern Cape, similarly mm-hmm. where they were put under mm-hmm. national management. So it only it really comes down to management issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the pr- I think as well the major problem is that in some of these positions, people get into those positions based upon their popularity, mm. not based upon their skills to perform the duties. Mm. Because yeah. it's all elected officials. Now, if you're going to be elected official. You know, you, you, heck, you don't even need to go to school for that matter. And that's the problem. Funny enough, I mean, the other day I had a chat to someone who was saying the electricity bill is just too high. 
it was just a random discussion um, And you were saying Since they've moved to prepaid It's gone up by over a thousand yeah. percent or something I'm a, I mean I'm also on prepaid and You're it's, also prepaid It's, and it's, and crazy, it's crazy how it's actually now the question More than is, double Do people actually have the money to pay? Because that's another discussion Here's an interesting thing about prepaid as well That a lot of people don't know Prepaid now is ESCOM sells the power to the municipality The municipality then on sells it to private companies Who are, who are selling prepaid and the private companies can then decide what rate they're going to charge you when it comes to prepaid. Yeah, so they also take their cuts. They must sure. take also, also take their cuts. So you must check uh, who's your, your prepaid provider. But now, the question that I wanted to ask, do we actually think that the majority of people have the money to pay? Because it's one thing for me to sell you something, but if you don't have the money nor the spend to actually purchase that... Um, well, I, I think that's why, as well, prepaid is becoming so popular. It's becoming popular because... Heck, you don't have the money, you don't get the electricity. Whereas if you're on contract mm. with, the, with the municipality, you basically use the electricity, then you pay them. You mm. only find out at the end of the month when you owe it, whether yeah. you have the money. And if you don't pay, they cut you off. It's fine. Yes. But when they come and put you back on, you pay to you be put pay, back yeah, on. Exactly. So you don't yeah. want that situation. Yeah. You pay no. whatever they tell you to pay, yeah. and then you'll query it later. But actually, this, this brings me to my next topic that I wanted to talk about. Because here is an opportunity. We, you know, last time you were here, we're talking about open tenders. Yes. I went on the website. I've become a member now, and I've gone through the website. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to get a tender. Yeah, ah. You go, man. I've already ah. gone to, to see which Aston Martin. Ah. <laughs> I like So my, my First ride in a Ferrari will be with you, buddy. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I was wait till to the to money's in the bank. I was supposed to go to Ferrari launch today. You don't have to wait for that, Vilmarie. Oh, they that's moved. so old-fashioned. Just, just go now. <laughs> see if the bank will give you the loan, and then you'll see how to finish. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna hook you up, my sorry. We're gonna hook, open tennis. We're gonna hook. You but up. nonetheless, you know yeah. the, the, the great thing about about what you guys are doing there with what you're talking about. For me, as an entrepreneur, when I look at this, I just see opportunity, opportunity. All these problems are like. Ah, yeah. Here's the bucks, guys. I mean, first of all, at the moment, energy is going to be something that sooner or later legislation is going to open up where we can all be energy providers if we want to. And in fact, we can already be sort of energy providers without the legislation having to be changed in terms of people now going solar, people going wind powered, uh, generator, selling generators, that sort of thing, you know? Well, that's precisely what's happening. In fact, the legislation has opened up. There's a, pro- there's a process called ind- independent power producers. And right now in his budget speech, the minister indicated they're going to widen that process. There'll be hydro, there'll be coal. Uh, and basically what they have had to resign themselves to is this. They're going to need the private sector to come to the party and build up the energy mm-hmm. needs in mm-hmm. order to supply to ESCOM, All right. which works pretty well. So they've already had in the past about three rounds of this. The major challenge has been, and this, and this you'll find as well as an entrepreneur, in most of those rounds, most of the companies that got those opportunities were foreign European companies. Mm-hmm. Most of them were foreign European companies. Because they, yes. they, they, the capital. They, that's they, a they problem. The capital, that's always going to be a problem. Their skill, their skill and, and the capacity and so on. Mm-hmm. And so the way in which we got, we're going to have to read this and, and get it is basically through broad-based uh, black economic empowerment. Yeah, we're going to have to do that. The thing is, though, I mean, I think maybe the legislation then has to be, we can have these European companies coming into the country, but then they have to have like a 70% uh, South African ownership like you would have if you went into the United States and wanted to do major business with the United States government or you wanted to do major business with the UK government. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you get so scared and we call this Foreign investment It's not foreign investment They're not doing us a favor It's like the ETOLs yeah. The situation we have right now The biggest problem With the ETOLs Is that we Got a foreign company To come in And do the collecting yeah. And it costs As much If not more To collect the money Than actually mm-hmm. what you It costs you to pay yeah. Right And then the money Goes off to Austria yeah. So it's out It's gone yeah. Before it even Gets taxed And everything else So with that sort of thing And I think there's enough South African companies That have been doing this For long enough There's probably Somebody out there who lives in Mpumalanga, who or, or, or near the Lesotho border, who probably knows how to make this thing happen, but uh, we're just not considering Outsource him. Outsource everything yeah. because yeah. we're thinking, ah, but Gus van Royen, we know you guy. You're from around the corner. There is this guy who's coming in from Portugal, and he's built maybe one. Dam somewhere, and it looks really good. Oh, he's American, and we, you know, because he's from overseas. Yeah. Well, look, to, to put together those deals as well, you, you think about it. Almost every solar panel out there is made in China. Mm-hmm. So none of these European companies are, in fact, manufacturing yeah. that. They are, then you need to assemble it. Mm-hmm. The assembly needs 
those is I mean that is just that's not much technical. It's much mm. labor. You can teach somebody how to assemble that, okay. so they can find all of that here. Mm. So really, the work is, which the business that do the real work is is in finding the money. Mm. The work is in putting the deal together to demonstrate mm. to the person you're looking for the money how you're going to make your money back to pay them back. Mm. So it's it's largely a financial thing okay. rather than so if if you have the financing background to be able to put a deal together. You find that you'll probably be able to do it, but then you also need to have the bank balance to demonstrate to so the, the bank balance right now. Yes, before I'm financed. Before, of, of course, because it, banks like to give money to people with money. Yeah, but that's, that's just what it you is. You gotta have a good, you know, mustn't look desperate and in the zero. Oh, but that's part of the conundrum I think we're faced with. That entrepreneurs are people that would like to contribute. Out of 10, you'd find that probably one or two have got the bank balance or the balance sheet rather. Um, Especially for projects this size. Projects, mm. even on a smaller scale. You know, mm. the guy out there is saying, look, I want to contribute. I've got brains. I've got some solutions I can come up with. All of a sudden, where's your bank balance? Where's your balance sheet? Yeah. Right at the top of that business entrepreneurial chain are people sitting with those bank balances. So, so really, where are we headed? Because that's the same guy at the bottom of that chain who needs to pay for the electricity at the end of the day. But here's He's the thing, now guys. unemployed. Here's the thing. I think we forget one thing. There, there, there's funding mechanisms to cover that gap as well. There is softer money that you can get from uh, your NEFs, your DTIs, your IDCs. Am I incorrect here? Where perhaps... The capital that you need on your side is is far less. It's actually sometimes anything up to zero rands um, in terms of collateral that you can bring in. Well, it, we're hoping, uh, but no. Uh, the IDC has a fund called the Green Fund for these kind of projects, and so does the DBSA. They have a fund as well uh, called the Green Fund uh, f- for these kind of projects. But nonetheless, they always want a bit of skin in you and, and, and that's the case I mean if you're an entrepreneur And you can put together a deal Without any skin Without any money of your own Man you're pretty lucky <laughs> It mm. hardly ever happens And so with a deal as big as this They will say okay We want 10% from you uh, mm. But mm. where are mm. you going to raise that 10% Well can't you raise that t- You can't raise that 10% by getting a loan Now from the bank So you got the IDC saying We'll give you 100 million Okay uh, But we want 10 million from you and this is all gonna, so you're going to go and get what, is it the gap financing? So you yeah, now you go to, to, to Standard Bank and say, listen guys, I just need 10 million. Here's the deal. You'll get your money. Just give me the 10. And then they're probably gonna say, maybe we'll give you the 10, but you gotta give us one. Something like that, yes. And then with the one, you go to the Mashoni sat down the road and you say, listen my guy, just give me 1 million. But this is interesting. I mean, if you look at the whole, um, informal, I would say it's puzzle shops in Soweto. Mm. Where previously two, three, four years ago, the spaza shop is empty. It's got nothing. Run mm-hmm. by Peteni. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to two years, um, a few Pakistanis come in, a few Somalians come in. They sell everything. There's no such thing as we don't have this or that. Yeah. And they're making a killing. I mm-hmm. mean, it is probably a multi-billion rand industry. Yeah. So, so I, I'm also thinking to myself, perhaps I don't know where their financing comes from. You know that Support. they can get looted from. Today and then next week they're back up and running Fully stocked And it's obviously not from Standard Bank or F&B So I think within our own mechanisms There's a lack of trust mm. to say yeah, I, I as Petiani can give Vilmarie a million Because yeah. I trust you Yeah, because like you were saying Support with them, it's very internal as well mm. Family, friends, they that's how they make things happen Yeah but that is where the trust thing comes. Yeah. yeah, I suppose also. I mean, a lot of these guys come from Muslim countries, and in Muslim countries, you don't, you you, you do loan, but you don't charge interest. Apart know, from that, though, I think the trust factor, which but I don't think it we is have about the honor. You know, mm. like if I've loaned mm. you money, you have to do the pay, honorable thing and pay, pay it back. back. Yeah. People will, will commit suicide if they can't pay back a yeah. loan. Yeah, yeah people just are too happy to run away. They're just like, oh, I can't pay you. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you get to the house, you know, there's a new TV, <laughs> yes. there's a new car, and the guy tells no you straight honor. up, "Look, I can't pay." You can see I got a new TV, right? Are you expecting to sell my wife's Louis Vuitton bag to pay you? But do you think that these Budget speeches address some of these these softer issues. I mean, we talk trust, which I think has gone to almost below. That's a society zero thing. That's a social mm. thing. I think that's amongst ourselves. We got to get back to uh, having honor. If you if you say you're going to do something, then do it. Keep your word. Uh, it's small things. If you say I'm going to meet you at twelve o'clock today for a meeting and you don't pitch up, 
How can I trust you then with 100 million rands if you can't pitch up to a meeting without even picking up the phone and saying, hey, listen, I'm I'm not going to be able to make it. So we've got to change from that level where honor is, is everything. If I've said this, either it must happen or I must give you a good reason well in advance why it's not going to happen. That's an ideal, yeah, everything, everyone wants that, but for some reason, I mean, we know what the recipe is. Get we just gotta to live it. it. I think we just yeah. gotta live it. We, every one of us That's has gotta do our part. Yeah. Because also if you start doing it, the people around you will start realizing that you take yourself that seriously. So if someone has a meeting with you and they don't pitch up by 10 past, then you, you move on. And then yeah. when they yeah. pitch up, you're like, where were you? Well, you I've, know what? I've left. It's <laughs> very true. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm speaking now from exactly what you just said now to me. Sure. Within the academy, um, one of the things with us, we've got competitors over the years now that's come up that everyone tries to do cheaper, better, whatever the case might be. But the thing after 10, 11 years that keeps bringing the big corporates to us to work with us is our reputation. And it's mm. because of when I say something, I do deliver even if it ends up costing me. Yes. Because the long-term thing for me, that's yeah. that's how I feel about it. It's a principal thing. Yes. And it definitely 10 years, 11 years later, it's paying off yeah. big time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's worth it. You know, People don't realize it, but the big guys are looking, they are desperate for trust, trustworthy people that they can actually work with and they will put their money there. Yes. You're right. You're, I think it's important, you're right, I mean, to, to build a brand. Uh, a brand as ourselves, a mm. brand of trust. You can build a brand of trust as a corporate. You build a brand of trust as a nation. We build a brand of trust as mm. people. Uh, you, you, you were talking about what happens in Somalia. You know, in my previous life, I used to work for the Department of International Relations, okay. and I used to manage, in fact, that part portfolio with Somalians. Uh, and what they will do is, a Somali guy will arrive in South Africa. He arrives with nothing. All he does is just find where other Somalis are. And then he says, I've just arrived. I have nothing. Yeah, but, help me. But I just came, found a corner here. I could put up a shop. Can you help me? And no questions asked. Sure. They give him the money. Here, go set up a shop. When you have the money, pay back. And what usually will happen is that's exactly what happens. They wow. start a shop and they pay, pay him back. And that's, wow. that, that's what happens. That's amazing because that's support. That's yeah. incredible. That's, yeah. that's real support. That's exactly yeah. it. Uh, but you know, I, I think, uh, we're going to be talking to David Gow just now okay. before we go to a musical break and come back with David. One last thing. Uh, maybe you can help us with this as, as with what you guys are doing right now, yeah. wh- when it comes to what we're talking about, you don't have to start with the biggest deal on the table. No. It's usually, in fact, like anything else, progress. At a, at a pace that is comfortable and start slowly. So maybe if you want to get into energy, start with delivering 10 solar geezers. Yeah. Make that work. Then go to a hundred. Then yeah. go to a thousand. Then get a power station. In, in, in <laughs> fact, what we're doing at Open Tenders is precisely that. We're focusing on small and medium enterprises. And government now has started as well to say, look, in terms of the energy space, we need as well to have, to unbundle that. Instead of putting out massive kilowatts of, of requirements, they can do maybe smaller, one megawatt that they want. And that you can find, even if you're a small, medium enter- enterprise, you can be able to bid for that and be able to success, be successful with that. And that we're going to be posting on our, on our site. Awesome. One last question. Mm-hmm. Just a quick one. I mean, I want to listen to the song. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay quick, 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 quick question. Quick question. I mean, the layered costs from production to when Escom buys. Yeah. I mean, you've got your core company that will produce, let's say, 60 or 80 rands per ton. And then Escom pays an exorbitant amount. Yeah. Where is that headed? I mean, you're finding people that are just making a killing um, from what I don't think is, is much value add. Even intermediaries come into that space and become overnight millionaires. You mean the coal? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I think it's a necessary, it's a necessary uh, business because uh, one, ESCOM needs the coal. Two, most of the mines that had coals were under before with people who, uh, what, what, how, how should I call it? Advantaged people. And so what ESCOM has come up to say is this. We will be buying only from mines that are 51% black owned. Yeah. Now, to do those transactions, of course, they are cost to those specific mines. But ESCOM as well has the power to indicate how much they're willing to pay because they know what's the general price out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, I think, the fact that they've made that statement that if you want to sell to us, you must be 51% black owned is good for us black entrepreneurs. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, how are we going to get 
to these kind of uh, businesses. Yeah. So uh, for me, I have no problem with guys coming in and becoming millionaires. I think more black people need to be millionaires. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, well, we'll come back uh, and speak to one millionaire that I know personally, David Gao, and talk about how he's doing in the media industry. In the meantime, here's Juicy J with It's All About the Money. Yeah, that's right. That's Juicy J. Jesse J. Am Jesse I correct? J. Jesse J. Not Juicy J. And it's all about the money. In fact, talking about all the money, or being all about the money, tell me what you're up to at the moment, Phil Marie. In terms of money? Yes. Are we talking vacancies? We're talking Jobs. money. You well, have an opportunity that yeah. you want to give to the people who are listening right now. Yeah, we you want to give money away. Part of the trust issue uh, or the trust um, thing that we have with the corporate now that I spoke about earlier mm-hmm. is they've asked us, they have 25 vacancies, jobs available for employment next week. And they've asked us to find these people. Okay. So we have an opportunity for guys who, um, delivery guys, okay. who can do a delivery service because um, it's with a very big corporate. Oh, I can you say can it, it's McDonald's. It. Yeah, McDonald's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I mean, they're a stunning company. Um, mm-hmm. They are desperate for, for delivery riders. So we have the opportunity to recruit them and then to train, train them. them. Up and yes. then help them get that employment, right? Yes. 25 riders. Yeah. So yeah. by the end of 
March, you would have basically helped 25 people find a job, a decent yeah. living. Yeah. But by the Great. end of next week, they employed. So, yeah. so this thing is like came on quite quickly. We have the jobs available now, so we need the guys to. If anyone's interested. Um, you just have to have a learner's for, you know, th- that's kind of the criteria, the criteria at the moment. A learner's in terms of uh, riding uh, or driving? Bike. bike. It doesn't bike. help with car because we need you a learner's with the bike. All right. Um, and then, yeah, we need to know who's interested probably by the end of today. And then by Monday, we can do interviews. So uh, how can they contact you? I think the best would be, um, I'm going to give, can, I'm going to give the number yeah, as well please. as an email address, but the number is 084. Double four three mm-hmm. eight zero five three. So that's the office number. So you can also SMS if if you go on phone, just SMS will phone you back. Um, and if you have email, you can send to info at sqracing. Right. Is it possible for them queen. to hit you up via Twitter as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, SA Speed Queen at SA Speed Queen. Just make sure that uh, you hit up on that. In fact, we're going to put it out on uh, Twitter. Yeah. On Twitter right now. Yeah. Um, you're going to mention me, and then I'll also send it to uh, my people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they're a nice company to work for. You know, they, they give a good basic. They give, um, medical aid, which is great for a job like this. Oh, wow. You know, and then they, wow. and you guys earn tips as well, which is normally quite good. And they give them mm. everything. And the, what's nice within the company I see is that they, they like to, they give opportunities to quickly upgrade and work into, okay. you know, other positions. You don't positions. have to have your own bike. No, they give it. They give the bike. They give as well. everything. Okay. They're just asking for guys who has a learners and who's willing to learn, and we do the rest, okay. and then they employ. Okay. Fantastic. Excellent. So um, we're going to talk about that once again at the end of the show, but in the meantime, don't forget to hit us up on Twitter. We're going to do that right away. Um, let's talk about something a little bit easier on the ear. Yeah. I mean, the cricket today, how well did we do? Isn't it amazing? I thought Oscars. Hey, That's Oscar. easy on the ear. No, no, not him. <laughs> well, we are going to talk about the Oscars yes, as well as the nice cricket. Nice dresses. They were very things. nice dresses. Okay, but can we just get back to the cricket because we, we just won by how many? 257 runs. South Africa oh, won by. Victory, yeah. um, with, with people like Chris Gale in the West Indian team and we just annihilated them uh, on that wicket. Hey? But what's fascinating, I mean, in the first 10 overs, I think we're just 40 runs for one. So they're doing it like... And then with like 10 overs left, we scored like 150 or 160 runs. That was AB. AB. So, I mean, his his capacity to accelerate is quite incredible. Ah, yeah. Well, um, uh, let's talk about the Oscars then. Neil Patrick Harris, Doogie Howser. He's a man now. You're talking about guys now. I'm thinking girls' dresses. Well, the, the guy who hosted it, okay, he was there the whole night. But do you think he's funny? I thought he was very good. I think he's very talented. And in fact, we've got more BC on the line. BC! Hello, hello. How are you hello, doing? My good people. Hey, BC. Right, right. Hey. How Why are can't you, I hear him? Yeah. Don't get too comfortable there, there pet. Hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I see you've moved on to uh, Kaya. The other day I heard them interview you. Great interview, just by the way. Thank and you, at the brother. end, thank I heard you, you applying you, for a you. job. You're going to have to Kaya. speak louder, BC. Thank you, thank you, thank go. you, Petini. So what? Do you, what, what, what? Hello, Macy. Hukana. Hello, but Mokiani Corp. Uh, design in Dava. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. How's that going, man? It keeps on buzzing, man. Last night we had supper with Ravi. Uh, that's the guy who founded um, the, 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 the design in Dava, and a very interesting guy, and we met some a lot of online people that uh, I suppose we'd. Uh, Definitely chat to you on Cliff Central, and I'm also meeting up with the Cliff Central team uh, at Design in Dava a bit later on. So awesome. Cape Town is exciting. You know I was in Cape Town last night, right? You know I was in Cape Town, because I told you I was coming back today. Why didn't you tell me you were in Cape Town yesterday? I thought you were only leaving this morning. (laughs) He sees too much of you. (laughs) We had a wild night last night, man. You you should have called me. (laughs) Were you at that sideline place? No, I was at another place. It was a place uh, of ill repute with a good reputation. You must have been at the boring party because ours was hip and happening. Oh no, we weren't with the beautiful people. We were just with the the other people. The masses. That's Name your problem. Dropping, you yeah. hang around too many masses. But anyway, I'm I'm digging your 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 handle on uh, on Twitter for Black Monobisi Tete. Catch Monobisi tonight on CNBC Africa DSTV channel. Looking like. Uh, a, 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 a media mogul there. When was that yeah, happening? Listen, man, 
it helps having a new team of youngsters running your social media. Hey? They make yeah. you really look good. But uh, Actually, we're yeah, talking about employment right now. So there you go. I mean, the thing is, it, it's good to have young yeah, blood coming yes. in and just give them a chance. Give them a work. Yeah. And they're proving themselves. You know, funny enough, like uh, I, I was expecting the worst, to be honest. And mm-hmm. um, I see they're doing a phenomenal job. So I hear, you know. Why were you uh, expecting the worst? Uh, you know me. It's not about me, but it's uh, it's about the company. So I kind of shy away from the media element of it. But uh, yeah, man, employment is a big thing. I've been listening to you guys and I love what you guys are talking about as well. So Marie, I've got my learners, so please <laughs> let me know when I can go in and apply for the job. That would be amazing, dude. Like you can like actually deliver McDonald's in a suit. I would give yeah. you a good tip. I'd give you ten bucks at least. At least ten bucks. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Yeah, Thank you. I'd yeah. be the best delivery person in the country, eh? Yeah, no, you'd be you amazing. Actually would I'm make sure. some good money, I yeah. think. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Boomer. Thank you. <laughs> We're being nice to you today, BC. I don't know. Is it like Christmas? Is it your birthday? What's happening? No, South Africa won. I think we're all in a happy space. When, when, I think when so. When uh, plays like that, like the tenuous thing, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's massive for the country. You know, I was scared at some stage. I thought, oh, no, here we go again. The chokers are at it. Might as well eat McDonald's and choke myself to death as well. Huh? <laughs> nice, thanks, BC. Just ruined that one. Yeah, yeah. You sounding okay. very yeah. mellow, eh? What are you up to? Sounding uh, like you're so at the I'm beach, to the shorts. Now. No, having hey. He's 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 in a Cape Town state of mind. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Smooth. Wearing flops and you know, mm. hey, brood, let's hit the beach. No, guys, but I'm loving the show, and I just thought I'd just, you know, say love, you guys. All right, Beast, thanks for calling in, man. Uh, when are you coming back? Uh, I'll be back tomorrow, so we, we're back up on next week and looking forward to you guys. Love oh. you guys, love you guys. Hey, come back soon. Hey, by the way, hey, Unga Kofi, because Umama Zala is here, and I forgot, you know, she wants her water from the sea, and just put in a little bit of sand this time. Uh, yes, 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 <laughs> she yes, just yes, wants, just get a two-liter Coke bottle from it, just a two-liter Coke bottle, a little bit of sand at the bottom, and then you know how to do with the beach water, you know, the sea water. I need it, man. It's gapping time yeah. for the whole week. What, next what week. is it about that? What, what <laughs> really? It's too Palaza. <laughs> All right, beast. Later, man. Enjoy it. Yes, guys. I'll be listening further on the show. Yeah. Bye. Okay, you want me to explain? Yes, please. You want me to explain? Okay, we got David Gao on the line, so I will explain, and then uh, we'll, we'll get on to David. David, how are you doing, buddy? Man, I'm, let me apologize first. I'm supposed to be in the studio, and my my life is literally running away with me. With okay. Is, not, is, it, is it because I'm, your show's coming up soon? No, I'm shooting my TV show, David Carl's House. Mm-hmm. So, my plan was to come there in my lunch break. Ah, but uh, production needed, got away with you. No, I needed to pick up cars from Chevrolet, which is not far from my house. Mm-hmm. So then someone must drop me off, and then I must sign for the cars, and then I must drive. And then next thing I get a call that, are you outside? Are you here? You know. So, is comedians think, making enough money? Doesn't sound <laughs> like it. Hey. Doesn't you, sound you need like a it. chauffeur, yeah. But, What's uh, enough? What's enough? But uh, <laughs> I think David, you are you are one of the, the the most successful in terms of money in money terms comedians in Africa. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> According to what uh, they enough, said at SARS, yeah. enough should be a chauffeur, no, so you, you don't have to do all that. There's, uh, see the cycle. I sh- I make my own money. You know, I don't. Nobody calls and gives me gigs for it. So everything I'm doing. I'm either putting it up or paying for it or putting it together. Actually, that's so, the thing, you know. Um, so, h- how did you start yeah. that, Dave? I mean, a lot of people who want to get into any sort of entertainment industry vibe are always waiting for someone to give them a shot. But you went into it and you started your own line of, of gigs, uh, Blacks Only, for example. Yeah, so so for me, I, it just has to do... The only job I've ever had... I used to work at reception when I was in UCT at my rest in Clarendon House. Okay. I worked at reception when I was still studying drama at UCT. And then pretty much I've never had a 9 to 5 job since I left UCT. Wow. And uh, elaborate on that. Okay, so obviously having the, 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 the drama degree helped somewhat. But you know what they say about a drama degree? The difference between that and a... And a pizza is that at least a pizza can feed a family of four. But I think you've done much better than that, Dave. Um, what was it that you had in you that gave you that entrepreneurial spirit? So, for me, I mean, you must remember, 
you must remember the, the the drama, the actual drama. For instance, I was in drama school for three years, and then to graduate, I had to write a one-man show. Mm-hmm. And then from that one-man show, someone booked me for a stand-up comedy festival. Mm-hmm. The Cape Town Comedy Festival, or then the Smirnoff International Comedy Festival, which was October 1998. And that's when I started doing stand-up. But the show that I was in was the first stand-up comedy show that I'd ever been to in my life. Oh, so from this is the first one you're going to see, and you're performing in it, and uh, yeah. you're not even a comedian. You're, you're, you're a Shakespeare guy. I was guy. not even a comedian. <laughs> I would, based on the one-man show that I did, which I guess people thought was funny, I took like a bit out of it, you know, like a 10, 15-minute bit, which I would perform mm-hmm. at the festival. But the people would laugh, I'd wait, and I'd carry on exactly where I left off. And then I kind of learned and started talking to the audience and, and picking up and pretty much coming up with other material. So that's really how I started out. And But because already I kind of had a show that I'd written to graduate out of drama school, that already meant I have some sort of 60 minute of a show. Mm-hmm. Then the same producer put me up in Grahamstown in 1999. Um, there were shows, uh, 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 6, 8, 10, me, 2 o'clock, Alpojas, Mark Banks, John Fesmas, Martin mm. Davis from the UK. I had six people in a 200 theater. Wow. And I would do an hour. I didn't even have a mic. Wow. And you, you, that was baptism day, by fire. Banks would have like people standing in uh. the same venue. And flesh mass would be sold out. And then the <laughs> next day come back again. I have like seven people for two weeks. You know, eventually I ended up with about 40 people. And you know, with, with theater, it, it, you can only not do the show or cancel the show if there are less audience members than there are cast. So in a one-man show, you, you, you can't cancel. If there's three people, you're doing the show, buddy. <laughs> Listen, those six people, there was one black guy that walked out, literally threw hands and went into the bar in the middle of my show. Oh, wow. <laughs> that must have kept you going. How's that for rejection? So, so, you know, from then, and then in 2004, I said to my manager uh, and business partner, Roddy Quinn and King Mary Real Concert, I said, I want to do a show for black people, you know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I said, let's do a show called Black Song because we're ripping off Apartheid and Apartheid, Suarez Net and Blankes Net and all those. Uh-huh, Even uh-huh. the first ever Black Song poster, you know, was had that sign that used to have those Suarez Net. Uh, yeah. There was net science behind it. Mm-hmm. So that's where the idea, but the idea was really that I wanted to do material that I could do to black people or at least people that speak other language other than English. Yeah. And that then any other comedian who wanted to perform in any other language other than English, this you could perform. Be the platform to do that. Yeah. So from those humble beginnings, uh, you've got another show happening now uh, tomorrow, is it? 28th of March at Tomorrow, 28th February. Sorry, 28th Palace. February. Yeah. Yeah. We've done... We've done Black Song Leader, I think, eight out of the now, or nine out of the now, 11 years. Wow. And, and what kind uh, of numbers are we talking here, Dev? How many uh, people are coming to the shows these days? Just over 3,000, depending on how you configure the venue and also safety measures and et cetera, et cetera. You know, sometimes we go quite big on the production. Mm. But tomorrow is going to be amazing. I'm delivering the state of the joke, and I'm hoping I won't be interrupted. The state of the jokes. Well, well, you, you never know that. There might be I can't some guarantee people. that I won't be interrupted. Uh, do you have to give back any money? <laughs> Is there any money you have to give back? Look, there's allegations of comedians who are saying I haven't paid them for the last gig or I owe them money or oh. whatever. So I'm hoping they don't interrupt the show <laughs> and start demanding money. Don't uh-huh. wear red. As far as I know, I'm just delivering <laughs> a state of the jokes address. Okay. And everything should go according to plan. And there's an amazing dance movie coming out today in South Africa called Hear Me Move. So That's I've got right. Some of the cast members that are gonna do a bit of a dance thing from the movie. Man, uh, that sounds amazing. This is Bontle. Are there still are there still tickets so, available? Because last time I tried to get a ticket on a Thursday night for a Saturday night show, I couldn't get it. Are there still tickets available? I, I know you guys are always same, sold out. Yeah. Well, there were tickets still available yesterday. I haven't checked today. Where can the people get the tickets at CompuTicket? CompuTicket, to be honest, is really shop right checkers. You go inside, there's like a... Okay, so shop right checkers. There's like a counter where people buy loads and pay bills. 
Okay. Some more people know where Competicket is. It confuses people if you keep saying Competicket. I think people literally go and look for Competicket. Okay. Like a, a so they must just go to ShopRite Checkers at the Lotto Kiosk is where Competicket is. Otherwise, you can also go online, uh, Competicket online. You can buy it's them there. Dot com. Competicket.com. Com. Yeah. Register and, and you can buy. And then you can pick up the tickets at the venue. Exactly. Yeah. Great. But before you go, David, uh, we're going to wrap up. Uh, another exciting thing that you're doing when it comes to, in terms of turning this show into business, is you're also a movie producer. Um, you produce a couple of films, and your last one was uh, there was Taxi Two, um, as well as was it the, the Dined Room or the Room Divider? The Room Divider. The Dining Room would work as The Dining Room really takes place. In a, in a dining room in front of the room divide. Yeah. <laughs> the dining room, which is actually the TV room, which is actually like the lounge. That's like the dining room. Okay. So, yeah, so we, we made Taxi Ride, then we made a five part series, then we made the room divider, and now we've made Shampoo's Retirement Village. And uh-huh. in June, I should be on set uh, with one of the biggest actors in Hollywood from South Africa. Really? Uh, I wasn't called for that. British Fire Fire. <laughs> Who? And shooting and making another movie, much, much bigger budget, a little, way more than I've been making the movie for. So it should be a better movie. Okay. Have, uh, are you at liberty to tell us who this big actor is? Because clearly it's not me. Um, I, I can't. didn't have the, the, the call. Oh, okay. You're still negotiating. It's okay. I'm still available there um, in June. I must just literally sign on the dotted line and, and then I'm going to make noise. <laughs> I'm going to have a press conference in Cannes, hopefully. That's my plan. All right. Well, we wish you all the best because we like to see that kind of success. I mean, mm-hmm. from the pure Monati show, and we know that the SABC still has all your intellectual property on that one, to making... But that won't happen anymore. That's why David Carl's house is the license to start that, which used to be top TV, and I can put it on YouTube, and I can sell it to other networks, and I can make money for the rest of my life. Yes. And yeah. it's actually happening at your house, then Kailami. How are the neighbors uh, feeling about that? Uh, the neighbors must remember my job. Everyone knows that work. Only the domestic workers. I mean, those oh. schools, you can just invite them to a dry or let them play with your children. Or oh, let okay. the children are watching play with your children's toys. Okay. Then you are all fine. Okay. I think that's a good yeah. business plan, actually. <laughs> it is. <laughs> all Take right, Dave. And then do your thing. Thanks for talking to us, man. we got to get out of here. But hopefully we'll Pleasure. still have you Thank in the you studio so because much, we want to do a uh, sort of, if you will, a film and uh television industry uh show one of these days so we'd love to have you back and and all the best eh? i'm glad to call because i know exactly who to bring all right cool stuff man see you at the show tomorrow yeah man later in fact some of the people will be there more than i would be <laughs> okay dave i'm going to say goodbye ciao 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 <laughs> cheers all right guys so we're about to go uh any last words before we go mr kuzai in fact let's start with the ladies first beautiful lady Oscar. 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 He's in jail. I think it's, well, t- tell us about the dress and then tell us one, one more time about that McDonald's thing that you're doing. Uh, no, I think the McDonald's thing is, I mean, if anyone missed it, there's 25 jobs available. Um, with McDonald's, uh, we are recruiting, so you guys can send us, um, an SMS or phone us on 084 um, we'll do the training. We'll give all the detail on it. But yeah, we're talking about money. Here's an opportunity for people to to earn. Okay, cool. To get a job. Bet. Super. Yeah, I'm running my first race this this coming Sunday. My first marathon this year. And as always, people can catch me at runforwealth.com. Awesome. Right. Super. Well, good luck for that. Goodness, yeah. I can't right. run. Yeah. With well, we're out of here. Civil, Smarty, anything? Well, open tenders. Open tenders. dot com. Dot com. You're looking for business opportunities. Go to OpenTennis.com. Go to the specialists. Go to the specialists. I've already registered and I'm going to be rich in no time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're out of here. This is Black Life, baby. Bye-bye.